Hello and welcome to another episode of Uncaged, the official podcast of BA Tiger Sports. I'm your host, Greg Spencer, alongside Associate Director of Athletics, Amanda Snyder. How are you doing today, Amanda? Doing great. How are you? Doing awesome. We've got two great guests today. We've got the Director of Strength and Conditioning, Cody Ellett, and Sports Information Specialist slash Guru, Wesley Richardson. How are you guys doing today? I'm great, Greg. Thanks for having us. Doing good, man. Good. Good to be here. All right. So we wanted to have you guys on today to tell everybody, you know, people kind of know who you guys are and what you do for the district, but really give them, you know, an inside look and get to know you guys better. So we're going to start out with Cody a little bit and we'll have some questions for you. Uh, Cody, you are a BA lifer, right? Yes, sir. So son of former athletic director Ken Ellett. Were you born in Broken Arrow? I was not. I was born in Wisconsin, but I've been in Broken Arrow Aside from college and a few trips out uh, for work, I've been here since I was two. Since you were two? So you, you're a, a lifer as far as uh, what all schools did you go to? Uh, I went to Park Lane growing up and then uh, Vandiver towards the back end of my uh, elementary career. Sequoia Middle School. At that time, there were two intermediate, South Intermediate, and then graduated from the high school in 2006. 2006. Where'd you go to college? University of Central Oklahoma. And, and what, what led you to get into the profession of strength and conditioning? It's obviously a growing profession and, and more and more schools, both at the high school level, district level, obviously colleges have had them for a long time. What led you there? I think just being a lifelong athlete and kind of a coach's son. Um, you know, my dad was an old coach. He was, by the, you know, as long as I can remember, he's been an administrator, but it was still kind of the coach mentality. It was still walking around practices as a little kid walking around football practice and wrestling practice and base especially as the ad he had to be a part of everything so just tagging along with him through athletics my whole life and then getting to play college college football just uh just you know you grow up around it you get used to it you get good at it and you you learn a lot and you obviously admire your coaches so you yeah. kind of got going at University of Tulsa too, right? I did. Yeah, I was a graduate assistant at University of Tulsa for uh, two and a half years, which was an amazing experience. And um, that after graduating there, perfect timing, the job opened up here and everything fell into place. How has Broken Arrow evolved? We, you know, right now we serve around 1,300 student athletes. In your time here, um, you said this is your ninth season going into your night season, how has it changed and evolved um, for the better in terms of strength and conditioning? Well, I would say the biggest change would be the upgrades to facilities we made my second year. In 2015, uh, the indoor facility was completed and we upgraded that weight room and that kind of trickled down. So we were able to move some existing equipment and create some other weight rooms around campus. So now just on this campus, we have three weight rooms. We have another one at the Freshman Academy working on getting another one at Kirkland. So in another year or so, we should have five weight rooms in the district, uh, which is with the way these the schedules are set up. You know, everyone has to everyone has classes first through fifth hour, so everyone needs to train mornings or afternoons, which are they're very coveted slots. Everyone wants to get in the same time, so it's important to have multiple facilities of kids to use uh, that, and then as well, um, getting to add a few people underneath me to help out, Coach Bo Jenkins. And Coach Michelle Vasquez helping me out has been a tremendous asset. Um, just more kids we can get our hands on making a bigger difference. Absolutely. Talk a little bit about, uh, you know, obviously everybody knows about the strength and conditioning element, but one of the big pushes you guys have made in the last few years has been with nutrition as well. Talk a little bit about some of the things you guys have done with that. 
Yeah, that's been, I would say that's probably where the majority of our work has gone the last couple of years. Uh, Coach Dunn and I, when he was here, we, we started the um, Tiger Nutrition Training Table. So we have a, a menu set up specifically for athletes, um, loaded with the most protein, most calories they can, they're allowed to get in a meal. Um, so we got that in the gym every day. As w- and in addition to that, just trying to do everything we can to feed these kids every opportunity we can. You know, every day if you walk through the indoor facility, we've got, you know, apples, bananas, peanut butter, chocolate milk out there every single day that we expect them to take advantage of. And we're still working on kind of, you know, broadening that out to get it to a few more facilities, a few more sports. But that's I think that's one of the main ways that high schools are starting to catch up for colleges um, because it's just such an important aspect of their training and their development as, as an athlete. This question can kind of go for the both of you. I'll let Cody take it first, and then we'll, we'll let Rich do it as well. But, you know, where do you – how do you stay motivated? You know, BA, you know, I think a lot of us – I always talk to to kids and, and my staff and stuff about, you know, you're either getting better or you're getting worse. And that was kind of something that I can't – I probably stole it from somebody. But I, <laughs> I came up with that. I used to say it a lot when I coached basketball, but it applies to this. So, like – where do you get your inf- information, not information, where do you get your inspiration from and how do you keep getting better at your craft? I just got to remember why you're there. You know, you're there to, and it's not, it's, it'd be hard to forget with what I do because you got 120 football players rolling your way every single day, not to mention track and field, soccer, basketball. I mean, it's, you get a lot of reminders of what, why you're doing it. And you're just, you're constantly bombarded with kids that need help with what, you know, with their, task for the day what they're trying to get done um and at the end of the day i think it's just remembered why you're there why you got into the field you're there to help those kids just like you i got helped when i was an athlete what's the greatest what is the greatest reward for you as a strength coach probably seeing the kids come back after a year or two of college and you know talking about how their workouts in college are easy or if they're not easy they're you know well, everybody else is dying, but it's, you know, this same old thing for me. I've been doing this since I was a freshman in high school. That's being a, being a college athlete, you know, several years ago now for me, but I remember those days. I remember getting in there and people just not being able to hang with, with just especially college coaches try to weed kids out. And just when a kid comes back and tells me like, yeah, that wasn't even, you know, same, you know, done this a thousand times. That's very extremely rewarding. I think you get that at a lot of different levels here at Broken Arrow because of how big we do things in different areas, whether it's a somebody, a kid in there. A lot of times we'll get kids to be like, you know, I, I went to OU and I was more prepared than any other student. You know, I'm sure same thing happens in a lot of our musical programs where, I mean, you can imagine how many of the kids that are in the pride go on to march in college and like, wow, this is not nearly as good as what I was in high school. So I, I think that's a testament to to the district and what we do. Um, you mentioned a little bit about working with other sports. Talk to us a little bit about what is the difference between working, you know, a lot of times people, when they think strength and conditioning, football is the first thing that comes to mind. But you work, you know, with all the other sports as well. Talk a little bit about what goes into kind of tailoring what you do to the needs of the different teams and athletes. Well, uh, at the high school level, it's a little different. The kids are just so raw. They're so young. A lot of them have never touched a weight before, so it's it's not so much, at least the way I view it, it's not, it's not a, uh, not much of a sport specific thing, maybe a little bit, you know, you'll change things here and there based on the sport. But, you know, when you're dealing with a young kid, young kids that are very raw and are very inexperienced, it's just fundamentals, 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 as much as you can, you know, 
every single team is going to work on learning to squat, learning, learning to engage their core, improving their mobility. Um, there's just, there's very basic things that, that with high school kids, you can just hammer over and over and over again, and they'll continue to develop and get better and better. Um, I would say that's, that's the main thing is just every team is, has got to be focused on fundamentals all year long. That was actually one of the questions I was going to ask you is, is if your training is for overall development or is it sports specific? So it sounds like it is a little bit more overall development. And then whenever it's in season, you're really focused on that. Yeah. In season, we, we tailor things a little bit and there's, and there's things here and there, um, especially the big thing with that I feel is communication with the sport coaches. What do you see? What do you need to work on? What happened last year? Did you have a rash of knee injuries? Okay. What can we do on my end for your team, particularly to help try to alleviate that this year you know are you having a lot of guys with baseball you have a lot of guys with sore shoulders um you have a lot of hip flexors what you know what what injuries are you seeing uh very common in the past what can we do on my end to help alleviate those things moving forward that's a big part of of what we do in the weight room as well all right we'll come back with some more questions for cody here in a second but now we're going to turn our attention to sports information specialist wesley richardson Big Rich, how's it going, man? It's going really well, man, really well. So this is Wesley Richardson's first year at Broken Arrow, but it's actually kind of his second first year. It's his first official year in the athletic department. Tell us a little bit about your background. You're from Mississippi. How did you end up in Oklahoma, and what's made you stay here? Oh, man, this is going to be a good one. All right, so I started off um, thinking I was going to be a – a basketball player, but uh, <laughs> I did not. Uh, At what age was this? Oh man, you see, you say you want to talk about origin stories. <laughs> you want to go back to like, um, oh man, nine or ten years. I was going to stay there. Yeah, so I'm going I'm to go there with rec league. So uh, I think I'm going to be a basketball player, and I wind up. Um, I'm going off a of tryouts, and um, I did not make the first cut, and that was my <laughs> first sign of knowing I was not a basketball player. So. I went, and so I turned my attention to a football. So football, um, um, kind of like, um, gave me a, a, a avenue um, to get where I wanted to go because um, it's kind of like I said, this whole story started with football. Now because I, I started playing, and um, I kind of uh, was in the shadow of my brother. He was um, he's a quarterback, so of course the quarterbacks get all the fame. I was like, um, I was a lineman, so. I didn't get much recognition, so um, I had to. I always had to fight and like try to like make a name for myself. So it's kind of like um, where I get my drive from. It's like trying to be, um, just trying to prove for myself that I can do stuff. Um, so like I always saw the stuff that he did, and um, I was like, I can do that better than him. But I never like said it out loud. I just always like to show it. Like I always tell my wife, don't don't talk about stuff. Just do it. Like just do stuff. So um, like, like back to the story. So um. I go, um, I get playing football, and um, I get I get kind of good at it. Um, I get um, I get some all state um, recognitions. Um, I get some. Um, what position on the line did you play? I, I play. Um, my main position was a guard, right yeah. guard. Um, I, I played all the positions, um, and that's the. It's kind of like um, ties into my life. Um, I played center. I played guard and tackle. I can and I can on all like um, when I played college ball. They want me to play center. I play guard and I play tackle. So, and now in my life, it seemed like um, just being better, being versatile is kind of like how it kept. It's kind of like how it makes my like my DNA because I 
I can do a lot of things, and that's kind of like how I, I, I kind of pride myself on being able to do a lot of things. But it's a it's a it's a curse. <laughs> um, so like I'm saying, back to the, the you ended up in Ada, right? Yeah, East so Central yeah, University. Yeah. So yeah, I'm getting to that football story. So <laughs> uh, so I so I'm playing football. So I um, my brother is like the quarterback. He goes to the he goes to the school I'm a, I'm potentially going to. He's going to a junior college. Now he's he wins a championship. He's a starting quarterback. So he looks back and say, "Who do you have behind you?" He said, "I got a little brother." Aww. Do he play quarterback? No, he do not play quarterback. He's a lineman, and he's five ten. <laughs> so that was a red flag right there. Um, so I get to this college. It's a junior college. Where at? I'm, I'm, in, I'm in Mississippi. It's um, called Holmes Community College. Um, so if you ever see the Netflix series, um, they play them on play East Mississippi. Them, yeah, East Mississippi yeah. play them. It's called Holmes Community College. Um, so I, I play football there. I get um, I make all state there as well. Um, so I only I played two seasons, but in junior college they try to those colleges they try to um, come get you early. Yeah. So I started getting recruited um, towards the end of my my sophomore season year. A school out here in Oklahoma, Ada in Ada East Central University. Shout out to ECU. Um, <laughs> so that's the first Division two school, Division two school that. Uh, they offered me a full scholarship. I had some D one double A schools. Um, that's um, they offered me some um half scholarships, some point scholarships like that. But so I um I took a visit, came out here to Oklahoma. Um, that was my first flight ever coming out to Oklahoma. It was a big old experience. We could talk about that another time. It was a whole <laughs> bigger experience. So I get to um I get to playing football out here. Well, I'm, so you your first impressions though, so you probably flew into Oklahoma City, right? Oh uh, yeah, I flew and then you had to have how long of a drive to Ada? <laughs> it was about a, it was probably about an hour and a half. Yeah, you're like, what did I get into? It was my first time getting Whataburger. <laughs> yeah, it was it was, it, it was really cool. Um, all right, so I'm trying to fast forward. So I get I I, I, I sorry I uh, I play football in Ada, and I once I graduate, I actually go back to Mississippi and start teaching. So I didn't stay in Oklahoma originally. That's right. So once I went back home and started teaching Mississippi for five years, I'm in Grenada, Mississippi, by the way, big town, G-town. Um, so <laughs> Grenada, Mississippi, I kept in touch with the um, coaches out here in Oklahoma, my head coaches, um, Tim McCarty. Um, so I, t- I kept in touch with him. Um, so when I, when I decided for me to leave Mississippi, I, t- I did five years in my, in my high school. Um, my wife is from here. So that was a big part of it, too. From Broken Arrow or just from the Tulsa area? She's from Walika. That's right. Um, Walika, Oklahoma. So if y'all ever drive towards Henrietta or somewhere in that area, Okima, uh, shout out to Wee Town. That's what they call it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Walika. So so this is actually kind of how all this stuff comes full circle because when, um, when I'm in Mississippi, I get to the point I get frustrated and I want to do more. I don't know what I want to do. I yeah. tell the football. I would actually have a meeting with the head football coach and assistants. I was like, I want to do something. I want to like make the program like, <clears throat> like more um, exciting. I want to do something that's something to make bring excitement to my our team. I just didn't know the avenue. So, and at that point in time, had you ever even dabbled in video or graphics or anything? Yeah, a little bit. So I've glossed over that. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Mr. Spencer. So, during that time in college, man, I, I, I found out um, I wanted to I wanted to do graphic design, um, but we didn't have a graphic design program. I found I had MySpace, 
Yes, that's my <laughs> age. My yes, who was my... in your top eight? <laughs> oh man, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, so, yourself, yeah. Big time. Yes. yeah, so yeah, I just show y'all my age, MySpace. Y'all, yeah. rest in peace, MySpace. I wonder right. what Tom's up to these days. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. I did, um, I did start doing that stuff in college okay. on my own. I self taught myself. And that was also kind of the beginning of YouTube around that same time, so you could start finding tutorials and things to you know, that's kind of the the avenue that and people Rich, I remember learning. you mentioning this. Um, did your mom buy you your first Photoshop? <laughs> Is that yeah, right? Yeah, she bought me my first laptop. That was, my, that was the one thing I asked her to buy me in college. Uh, it was a laptop. Because um, that's when I, uh, I got on MySpace, and I started seeing these, these guys like, um, designing stuff. I said, hey, man, how did you do that? He told me um, I used Photoshop and this um, other program. So I'm like, mom, I want to, I need a laptop. I just started doing some um, design and stuff, graphic design stuff. She said, okay. She got a credit card out and bought me my laptop, and I used that thing, man. I'm talking about, I, but you weren't formally trained on it, no. so you taught yourself. Yes, I taught myself. Yes, I. Um, it's pretty amazing. <clears throat> man, I make that joke all the time. Everybody say, hey, what did you go to college for this stuff? Like this video stuff and graphic design. I said, trial and error university. <laughs> like, they were like, what? The best way to learn. I was like, man, I taught myself. T-E-U. I said, I, 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 was, <laughs> I do. Sometimes I wish I would have went to a traditional route. Like, but I, like I said, they didn't even have a program. Well, yeah, I mean, that's one thing. You know, the kids we work with now, because me, you know, you graduated college when? Oh, in 2008. 2008. So I graduated in college in 2004. And it's just a much different time. I mean, I, I went, I have a similar story where my, my Nana, um, she bought me, she gave me $5,000 my first year at OU to buy a Power Mac G4 and a <laughs> Canon GL2 camera. And I thought I was like ready to be Steven Spielberg, but you know, I just had to start making stuff and that's just kind of how it, how it got going. Like you talk about the kids that are in this program here and the kids that we have and the amount of kids that are just able, I mean, heck, if, if you're talented, you can go make stuff on your phone these days. So it's just a massively different landscape that the, the kids have opportunities at those same age, because I think I, I, you, not to speak for you, but to me, it, it feels much more attainable to do these things as a 16, 17, 18 year old than it did when we, we were just like, oh, you know, you could get on TV or movies or, you know, design for a magazine. Like even websites were a fairly new thing back then, you know, so just all these like I, I worked for OU Athletics for three years. But the only thing that existed, like they didn't, there was no social media yet. Yeah. You know, they uh, they they didn't have they a MySpace like, page in two thousand four when I graduated. I feel like I um, sometimes I like I say um, a line that I I grew up in the wrong era. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like I should be ten years younger. Like because of the stuff that well, I you're definitely to do. ahead of your time. Yeah, I, man, you're still yeah. growing up in it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, I just wish I was a little bit ten yeah. years younger. I, I mean, you've been a part of developing. Um, part of comprehensive plan for athletics and you know Steve Dunn was really um, the main person who really wanted to catapult our athletic department to having the best for our athletes and and servicing all of our teams and giving them not only graphics just so our audience knows what's going on but also post game information and so that's been huge just to try to be consistent I know there's some days where we're like oh my gosh we need to go back and get these um, results, but you've done an amazing job um, just with the challenges that lie within having this this many teams and and coaches and trying to get a hold of them. Tell me a little bit about how that's been for you now that you're here. You know, going in, you'll be going into your second year. What's been working well, and what do you see in the future for Broken Arrow in terms of um, graphics and videos and everything? Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, let me see. 
figuring figuring it out. Once once we figure it out and get into the groove, um, that was been what's been I say what helping me out the best is just trying to uh yeah, staying consistent is uh is the big key. You have to be able to get all the the game information make sure it's right because sometimes ever changing game information especially this time of year with weather Weather. with rain and so many teams and yeah yeah. well i can tell you that the feedback we've received is is just positive you've been such a huge asset to our department and to aerovision and you know what feedback have you got from, I know the athletes, they come up to you now and they know you and is, has that been fun since you are technically a coach at heart? Yeah. Yeah. It, man, when they, you can tell when they um, see me, uh, they know to start just smiling. They know the camera's coming. Uh, <laughs> they so, love the camera. Oh man, they love the camera. Uh, um, but it does help that I actually do have a conversation with the kids. Um, that helps out because um when I see them later, they remember me. Of course, they remember me because of the camera, but they actually they talk to me. And I ask them about certain things. That's what I think I um, I feel that makes my experience and makes my, my whole whole outlook on it um, different because I, I actually try to connect with the kids instead of just instead of sticking the camera in their face all the time. Love and, that. Um, I talk to them off the camera. Yeah, Develop, a, develops rapport and, yeah, and trust for sure yes um i mean even everywhere i've been um i can go back to because i i built that relationship yeah and speaking of that so i mean just a little i'll give some context to this but so we, we circled around and and you eventually wound up at bixby and that's kind of where oh, people yeah. started to get to know you and and you were creating cool content for bixby and and kind of improving your craft at the same time that they start winning all those state championships. So you reached out to me, I want to say in like 2016 or something like that, sent me a a message on Facebook and was like, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm Wesley Richardson and I'm doing this at the Bixby, but I just, I was curious if, if you guys, if you ever had a job in in AeroVision, you know, keep me in mind. And so I, I circled back to you about a year and a half or so later and we were able to to kind of work something out for you to be here during the 2018 state championship season, which was a pretty magical season for everybody. But talk a little bit about, and unfortunately we lost you for two more years, but then we got you back. But talk a little bit about that first impression uh, of coming to BA and what that 2018 season was like, kind of cutting your teeth and, and doing the things that you did for us here then. Yeah, I was blown away. To be honest, uh, my wife kept telling me, she's like, man, Broken Arrow. You said, you going to Broken Arrow? She kept saying that like <laughs> it was a big deal. And I kept, I wasn't like dismissing it, but I just didn't understand what she was saying. She just kept saying, are you going to Broken Arrow? Like, I'm like yeah, I'm going to Broken Arrow. <laughs> yeah, she's like, how did you do that? I was like, I, I, like, I hit up Greg. And, I mean, actually, I didn't know who I was talking to. Like when you said that when I hit you up, I just, I just, I was sitting there. I was like, man, I, I saw a video or something that Aerovision put out. I was like, man, I want to be a part of that. So when I hit when I when I hit the message, I slid in the DMs, people. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I slid in I slid in Aerovision DM um, and asked them. Um, I was looking for something, and man, Greg Spencer changed my life. Um, he answered my call. <laughs> so uh, yeah, he um, he took a chance on me and um, brought me in. Um, uh, man, like, but. Seeing all the stuff that BA has, the resources, the support, pause there, the support from the from the top down. I mean, that's what I like is the being being supported, being having the resources I need, having the, um, just I mean, 
people in places that I can go talk to to have knowledge. And you on here, Greg Spencer, man, this guy is amazing. So I go talk to him. He's like, person I need any help, anything I need, I go talk to him, and he he helped me out. So, like I said, overall, like I was just blown away of the experience of just the school. I mean, well, as, as soon as, as you know, it, we were in a tug of war match with with Bixby. There, as they, you know, Coach Montgomery really wanted to get him back. He got you back, and then. I tried for for two years <laughs> to to get him back, and we were able to do so. But and part of the you know the reason you know we're we're kind of like minded in a lot of ways in that we we coached. We're both mm-hmm. coaches, former coaches that that enjoy being creative, and so I think we've we've always you know been on the same wavelength there. But uh, I asked this question for Cody, but what keeps you motivated? Where do you get your inspiration from to keep staying better and and doing the thing the big things that you do? Let me see if I want to say this. Uh, I mean, at this point, you know, there's so many other good content creators out there. Talk a little bit about, you know, taking that's, that's things from, yeah. uh, man, seeing these young guys doing it. I was like, man, I actually told one of those guys, um, I saw him at, uh, I saw him at a game. I said, man, dude, if I was your age, I would be, on, I, I'll say, let me see how I said it. I said, man, I would be, um, I'll be on you. I'll be on your neck. I don't know if that's the right word to say. I mean, I mean, I would be after you. I'd be because I would be posting. I would be. I'd be at all these games. I'll be making content. I said, man, that's why I always say I, I was in the wrong era. Like if I was his age, a kid that was 21, 22, man, they would get tired of me because I'll be, <laughs> man, I'll be posting everything I make. I mean, because I have the time to do it. Um, but like seeing, but like I said, that keeps me motivated. Even after I had that conversation, I'm gonna have to kid, get a kid a shout out. His name is Josh Herb. So after I talked to him at the game, when I was telling him that, I was like, why are you not doing it? That's what I told myself. I was like, I'm saying it. What's my excuse? So I don't know. That following week, I just like, okay, this is it. So I started, like, put, put pumping a little bit more stuff out. But like I said, that keeps me motivated. Seeing these young cats out here doing it, I'm like, man, I can do the same thing. I'm just 10 years older. <laughs> so um, I think having this kind of role and having this um, – being able to promote the kids, uh, man, it gives them so much. Uh, it gives them motivation. I mean, you can see it. You can see them even kind of like a little trying hard because I'm there. And I heard even, I, I mean, they kind of joke about, oh, you're just doing it because the camera's here. I mean, I don't want it to be that way, but it's just the reality. I mean, if you somebody have a um, have a spotlight on you, you're going to perform. I mean, you're going you're gonna to try to do a little bit better. So, um when it, and it goes back to what we talked about earlier with with Cody about how so many of these kids, you know, unless unless you're a broken air student athlete that is going to go to a big time D one, uh, OU, OSU, wherever Arkansas, mm-hmm. the stuff that we're doing for them here media wise mm-hmm. is going to be better than what they're getting at a D two. Uh-huh. And I mean, you talk about the photo days and the the promo shoots that we've been doing with Sean Hill and the different things and the graphics. I mean, it's. You know, even though you're technically in that athletic department, you're like an honorary AeroVision member, and you know it's I've every every year we're looking for ways to get better, and, and you were a big part of that this year. Um, what has been your favorite moment from the job this year? And then, actually, you know, yeah, what, what has been your favorite moment of the job this year? If you could pick one day that was like your best day at work, what would it be? Tough question. No, it really wasn't. Cody, be thinking it, about the no, same thing. It was, I don't know if you if you remember, it was one day I pumped out like three videos in one day. He's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "He's like, he <laughs> like did you me, get any sleep last night?" He, 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 he takes me like 
Like, man, chill out. Like, you're going too much doing right too much. now. Like, you like, I'm like, man, I'm in the groove. I'm feeling, I'm feeling <laughs> it, man. I, that day. I don't yeah. know what that day yeah. was. I might no, go I back remember. and look on that calendar. Yeah. But I felt, uh, it was, I mean, I was in my zone. I didn't, there was no one around me. I had my lights off. I had my little light on. But I was in my own world. But I was doing what I love to do. I was locked in. And that felt like my best, it felt like it was my best day of being here just being by myself locked in just pumping out some content that was to me cody what about you do you have a specific it doesn't even have to be this year with you since you've been here for a while but well you know what's the best kind of day for you or do you have a specific moment that you're like yeah this is why i do it uh you know typically my answer would be something training wise just because as a strength coach on game day you're not super involved you have your roles but they're not nothing like you know during a training session but just think of the last year, it's it's got to be a quarterfinal game against Owasso yeah, yeah. after we just oh, yeah. we got and I, and I missed that game. I, I was oh. I was in Indianapolis oh. with the pride, which I was you know I got an amazing moment yeah, there with yeah. them as well. But it was yeah. that's one of the tough Man. decisions with me oh, as I, that was such an awesome game. I, just, I don't think I've ever seen a team get beat so badly by somebody in the regular season and come back and and revenge, avenge the loss in the postseason like that. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, of course, all the other storylines. Coach Blankenship coaching against his dad, and yeah. I, mean, I, I, I say I miss it. I actually watched it from a ho- from my hotel bedroom on my on my MacBook. Man, that was. I mean, I, I, it doesn't matter the level: high school, college, NFL, like football games. Yeah, don't that was great. Yeah, really good. Um, and that was. I'll remember that game for a long time. Yeah. Well, we could we could sit and talk to you guys for a long time, but we're gonna wrap it up here pretty soon. Let's, uh, Amanda. Do you have any final questions before we get into kind of some fun stuff for him here? I have wrap things more, up. I have one more question okay. for Coach Ellett, and then I had one thing I wanted to talk about um, with what uh, Big Rich is what we're pursuing right now. Um, Coach Ellett, I love in afternoons. I'll hear you all downstairs. You know, I hear the guys getting into the workouts and and everything. And on Wednesdays, you have this thing called Competition Wednesdays. Tell us a little bit about that and what that means. Uh, it's just one day a week that we we get the kids to kind of get out of their comfort zone a little bit and compete. Um, the competition will change week to week, but it's typically something you know pretty physical sometimes it's one-on-one sometimes it's group versus group sometimes it's a whole team thing but um the biggest thing we want out of that of course you always anytime you're competing you want to win but we want kids eager to compete absolutely that's what we tell them at the end of every every wednesday we we clap it up we give a hand for all our competitors we you know we love somebody up give one of your teammates a hug because at the end of the day we're all in it together but what we're looking for on those days is just the kid that's that we got to hold back that he's raising his hand he wants to he's i'm calling my my best friend out i'm going against him or someone down the other side of the ball uh just showing us that they're eager to compete that's that's the main thing that we want to see on a wednesday love it big rich Mm -hmm. talk to us about our new website rollout all right so we have a new website coming um Director um, Steve Dunn, um, he was in, in place here. He was uh, he, he wants us to get us a new website and um, trying to push just trying to push the needle forward. Um, he always was trying to like um, do something new. So our website is gonna be um, gonna be done by Hot Coffee Design. Actually, was one of my former employers. Um, so that's a connection. And like I said, I keep my relationships. I build with people. Um, so the, the website is gonna be um, it's gonna be very eye catching when you first. When you first pull it up, it's going to be a video on it um, on the top of the screen. Will it still be batigersports.com? 
It would be batigersports.com. Yes, okay. it will be. It's going to, uh, once we push it out, it's going to still keep the same name. Um, it's going to, we're going to um, hose down the other side and, and bring up the new one. But like when you get on it, um, it's going to be, soon you get on it, you're going to see some um, eye catching video. Um, it's going to be very, very uh, user friendly. User friendly, yes, yes. It's going to be really nice. Uh, you guys are going to love it, I believe. I hope Excited. so. Yes. Do we have a, a release date for that yet? Maybe summer sometime? Man, I'm thinking, I want to say that uh, it's really close. Really, really close. So uh, I want to just say I will keep an keep a ear out for it. I don't want to give a date just yet, but it's really going to be really soon. All right. So we're going to hit you guys up with some rapid fire, get to know you questions to close this thing out. We'll just go, we'll start with Rich and then we'll go with Cody. Uh, favorite restaurant in the Tulsa area? What's your go-to place in BA or Tulsa area? If you've got to have a meal tonight and you can pick one place, what's it going to be? Cheddar's. <laughs> I can't uh, go I wrong with Cheddar's. Cheddar's. It's chips and good queso. food. It's affordable. <laughs> Usually the service is pretty good. More about the affordable <laughs> part, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's probably the, the most quality, affordable meal you can go get somewhere. Right. All right, Cody, what about you? Main Street Tavern. Nice. Ooh, good, I good. love that quite place. Often. All right. If you if there's a big movie out, are you going to the movie theater or are you going to watch it from home? That's a that's a d- dynamic that people have to choose from now that wasn't a thing prior to 2020 as much. You going I'm to going theater or watching? To, I'm yeah. going to the movies. The Warren? I'm going to the Warren yeah. every right. time. Cody, what about you? Uh, we're cooking steaks at home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we don't get out much. Do. Uh, that's crazy. That, yeah, yeah, hey, that's a good question. All you right. got two different answers. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely an, a thing. Uh, favorite binge-worthy TV show that you've watched lately? Oh, man. Valhalla. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, I'm Vikings all day, man. I watched Last Kingdom. I mean, Vic- I'm, I'm into the Vikings era, man. Those guys, <laughs> like Berserkers. All right, go ahead. Next question. I'm going to start talking all day. Cody, what about you? Uh, my wife and I were watching a show called The Dropout right now on Hulu. It's about yeah. Elizabeth yeah. Holmes. The I've seen the documentary of that. Yeah. I have not started watching the show yet. It, very, it looks interesting. I do a little bit about the story, but seeing the kind of the in-depth, I mean, it's very, mm-hmm. very interesting. Yeah, for sure. Can I give my one more? <laughs> Reservation Dogs. Oh, yeah. Res Dogs was, yeah, was yeah. great Dogs. if you haven't seen that. Yeah, Oklahoma, baby. Yeah, and they're uh, filming the season two around this area pretty soon, I believe. Yep. Um, if you could see one band or artist in concert, who would it be? Jay-Z. Have you seen Jay-Z before? No. I got one up on you. I have. Oh, I saw, saw him in Oklahoma, Oklahoma City about 10 years ago. Oh, man. I bet that I was bet awesome. That was, amazing. was it Fade to Black? Uh, I can't remember. I think No, I think it was the, what was the, the Magna Carta oh, album? Okay. I, I think it was that yeah. tour. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Cody? Uh, I'm the only strength coach in the world that you'll get this answer out of. <laughs> uh, the only band I love I've never seen, My Chemical Romance. Oh, Ooh, that's not. I'm that's not, a good one. I'm, I'm a fan of My Chemical what's, Romance. What's hey, favorite? That what's, was like our era, Greg. Yeah, yeah. A lot of popular songs. <laughs> yeah. Chemical Romance. I'm a, I'm a uh, we'll they're kind of an, e- an emo band from okay. the 2000s era, mid 2000s. Good weightlifting music. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, was, uh, it used to be a lot of my. Uh, playlist in the in the 2007 to 12 era or so, so maybe somewhere in there if you uh that was the question i already had best vacation you've ever been on Ooh. rich i'm ready for this one man i'm telling you i went to key west florida on spring break for um, on a cruise 
Man, that was the best time. Now, was this before you got married or after? No, I, was, I was with my wife. Okay, yeah, I was just making sure you kids. didn't say your best vacation was not with your wife. <laughs> oh, yeah, and yeah, get you in yeah, trouble. Yeah, it, it was with my wife. Um, it was right before we had kids and stuff, so it was, we yeah. was young. Uh, we had a lot of fun. It was during spring break. It was, it was a lot of spring breakers on the trip, too. That would made it fun, so down in Florida. <laughs> yeah. Honeymoon in Jamaica. Oh, no doubt. I bet that was Can't amazing. Nice. Wow. Amanda, what about you? What's the best vacation? I just went on mine personally. Um, mine would be the Riviera Maya in Mexico. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It was amazing. I love the food. I love the people, love the beach. What specific resort you went to or? Ooh, let's see. What was that called? Puerto Aventura. Really? I think so. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. We just, we just got back in February from, for our 10 year anniversary oh, for, yeah. for Unico 2086 or something like that. It's like the coordinates, but Didn't you say yeah. it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it was phenomenal. All inclusive. Just, you know, the resort itself was only about four or five years old. So it was, wow. it was pretty amazing, but she loved you any beach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, all right. Well, that is all the time we have this week for Uncage. Any, any other things we were really busy right now in, in so the athletics world. Two people yeah, for sure. and big rich to impact students athletes we couldn't be more excited that they're here and grateful for all that they do yeah be sure you are following at ba tiger sports on all social media platforms trust me if you are you will know what's going on with broken air athletics (laughs) you're not going to miss out on anything we will keep you up to date that's all the time we have for this week we will see you next time